Thanks for tuning in to today's topics where we look at current events from a Christian perspective. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to our weekly update. Uh, remember to like and share our page and tell people about the podcast if you're finding it interesting. We appreciate it. But uh, let's just jump into it. There's, I'm never going to get through, but we're going to try. We need to keep India in our prayers. Uh, that nation is really catching it right now. They've had two hurricanes in the last week that have left hundreds of thousands of people homeless. It's awful. Uh, they've been battling a second wave of this Wuhan flu. Uh, you've got just hundreds of thousands homeless. It's, it's hard to imagine that, isn't it? Uh, but they got so many people in that country that, uh, it's, it's, it's really baffling. And when you look at the side effects that are also coming from the, this second wave that they're having, um, uh, it's something that's kind of hard to imagine. If you want to call it a side effect that, that really doesn't do it justice, but what it is due to the steroids and the oxygen that they're using to treat the flu symptoms, the virus symptoms, it's causing this black fungus, and I'm probably going to butcher this name, but it's mucormycosis, I think is how you pronounce it. But it's a, it's a real fast-moving infection that takes hold a couple of days after they think they're well from the virus. This infection has taken over because of the treatment. And uh, it's a long article that explains it, but if you want to look it up, it'd be worth your time. It's SCM p.com that explains a lot of this but basically what it does uh to simplify it for you is this black fungus infects the eyes everything to do with the eyes uh, and the only way to treat it is to scoop i know that sounds bad but that's what the article says they scoop everything out the eyeball orbital everything they have to scoop it all out and the only other option is for these people to die. It's that serious of an infection. Can you imagine being left with that choice? Either have all of your eyes completely scooped out or you die. And that's what thousands of these people are being faced with that choice. Man, it's awful in India what they're going through. Um uh, and they'll die in days. I mean, they have to make the decision right now. Once that fungus is detected, they've only got a day or two to make that choice. I can't imagine having to make that. But it's, it's just beyond bad. Those of us who live in the United States, we should be so thankful for the outstanding health care system that we have. Compared to other places around the world, man, it's, it's just unbelievable. Right now, India is averaging over 4,000 deaths a day from COVID on top of this black fungus, on top of the hurricanes. Man, India <laughs> and the United States right now, it just came out today, we're averaging still around 500 deaths a day. Oh. You know, and I, we won't really get into how they're reporting, if what all they're reporting, I don't know. But what they're saying is 500 a day compared to India's 4,000. Also came out today that 62% of all United States adults have now been vaccinated. And take that for what it's worth. But 
Next topic, the BBC reported this week that scientists in France have developed a treatment that uses a type of algae, and it has restored partial sight to people who are completely blind. This is awesome stuff. Uh, Obviously, this won't help the people in India because they've had everything removed. There's nothing to repair. But this offers a lot of hope to people who were born blind or who have gone blind from different things. This treatment in France is just outstanding. Uh, This guy who'd been blind for like 40 years, and they gave him this treatment, and now he can see things. It's not complete sight yet, but man, what an advancement. That's awesome stuff. It's a really exciting development. I'm going to try to stay on top of this one and keep everybody updated because that's pretty cool stuff. When you can restore blind, you know, sight to a blind guy, it's pretty good. And another one that made me mad, I got to touch on this. I know I hate to waste time on some of this stuff that you guys may not find interesting, but this is a big deal to me. The European Union and the United States right now is scrambling to find a way to manufacture microchips as a shortage from China continues. This really makes me mad. I mean, you got to be kid. Everything is made in China. Everything now. Why? Because, let's just be honest, the truth is China basically uses slave labor at these forced places where they make these people work, and they can sell stuff that's dirt cheap because they have no labor cost. That's just the truth of it. Why in the world are we so dependent on a communist, on one communist nation for everything? Everything comes from China. Look on everything that you buy, made in China. And, And most of it is so poorly made that it's just ridiculous. But why can't we make our own stuff anymore? Why don't we make anything anymore? Money and greed, that's why. Let's just be honest, just money and greed is why we don't make anything. And half of it's our fault as a consumer. If you go into a store and you see a whatchamacallit right here for a dollar, and you see a whatchamacallit over here made in the United States for $2, you'll buy the one for a dollar. I will too. I mean, it's our fault. And that's why everything is made in China. But this microchip thing, I mean... The only reason in the world why everything now is made with microchips. Everything is electronic. You have to have them for everything. I saw a toaster in Walmart that was electronic. You have microchips in that where you can set a timer on your toaster. Everything has microchips in it. And we don't even make them anymore. We have to depend on China to get them. It it just doesn't make any sense to me. We have to, it's all about companies making profit. It's all about money. Most everything in this world, if you want to narrow it down to the one single factor, it's greed and money. That's just what it is. But if we don't get a handle on this, this this entire thing, remember the pipeline that I talked about a week or two ago? Shut down the whole pipeline because they hacked the computer system and we didn't have a fallback to be able to even operate it manually. This is nuts. And now we can't manufacture the stuff that we need because we don't have microchips because there's a shortage in China and we don't make them anymore. Boy, this bugs me. Doesn't make any sense. But China, they could cripple us anytime they wanted to. We need to think about that. 
I mean, just the power they have over us with everything, because we depend on them. Remember when all this virus started, we couldn't get the medicine we needed because it came from China. Even our medicine, everything. I hope this bugs y'all like it does me. This just doesn't make any sense. Did you know that over 50% of our large electrical transformers in this country that are installed right now were made in China? Our entire electrical grid, 50% is dependent upon stuff that was made in China. In May of last year, when Trump was still there, the government started looking at ways to swap them out, like to swap these transformers out. Here's the problem that they ran into. The largest producers of transformers in the world is a German company, right? And guess where this German company has their transformers built? China. Imagine that. You can go to powertransformernews.com and look this up, and it'll shock you how much of our electrical grid is dependent upon stuff made in China. What if they put some little chip in there where they just flip a switch and they all quit working? That's not crazy. That could happen. Or maybe they're just badly made and they'll just quit working on their own. Uh, this may be this may be something like this is why the United States does not come to the aid of Israel when the Gog and Magog War starts, Ezekiel 38 and 39. Because we'll we will have been crippled by our own greed, is what it boils down to. Depending on a nation that hates us so we can buy something cheaper. That's just the simple truth of what it is. It's pitiful. Did you see this week where uh, where Facebook announced they would not be taking down posts anymore that say the virus was man-made? Uh, some of y'all that's been listening to me, you're educated and you, and you remember this, <laughs> I'm sure. But when I first started doing these updates eight or nine months ago, I gave several reports where all the evidence showed conclusively that this virus escaped from that lab in Wuhan, China. It's just a fact. You can go back months and you can find it. Uh, we'll never know for sure if it was intentionally released or not. I mean, nobody knows that. We'll never know. Uh, probably one of those scientists working on it had a little bit on him when he came out and it started spreading that way. Uh, Cause a lot of their people got sick and died from it too. So, We'll never know if it was intentionally released. I don't know. But it's a fact where it came from. That can't be denied. Uh, the administration announced last week, this is just, if it wasn't so pitiful, you'd have to laugh about it. But the administration announced last week, quote, they were investigating where this virus came from. Well, that was big news on every station. That was good, right? Now we see where this investigation has been stopped. CNN, of all places, one of the most liberal news sites out there, even they posted it. CNN reports, quote, this is the headline, Pompeo-led effort to hunt down COVID lab theory shut down by Biden administration over concerns about quality of evidence. What? <sighs> Why don't they just say, instead of putting out that crazy headline, here's what they should have put out. Joe doesn't want it to get out that Fauci is neck deep in this. That's what it should have said. That's why they quit investigating. That would have been truthful reporting. 
but no. And then you got usatoday.com. You can look this up. They reports, they report, I'm sorry, that an investigation is now ongoing concerning teens and young adults who have contracted myocarditis, a serious heart issue, after receiving their second shot of the vaccine. You know, y'all really need to pray about taking these shots, folks. I've, I've been harping on this for a long time. Just pray about it. And uh, let's pray that Dr. Sherry Tenpenny, she says by the end of this summer that we're going to see a lot of problems from this. I pray she's wrong. Uh, just pray about this and, you know, before you make your mind up what you're going to do. Uh, the New York Post, Fox News, and the Daily Mail, that's a site out of England, out of the U.K., among several other sites. But they reported this week about the two Facebook whistleblowers. Did y'all hear about that? This might get me in trouble, but I'm going to read what they came out with. The two Facebook whistleblowers, I think this was on Project Veritas. You can look that up, the, some of the research that they do. But they claim that Facebook is using an algorithm that secretly monitors any comments about the COVID vaccine. I know that for a fact. But users now have what they call a VH score. It stands for vaccine hesitancy, okay? Comments will be demoted or deleted depending on the comment, keeping others from seeing, liking, or reposting them. So be careful what you put on there and post. I just wonder what my VH score is. <laughs> I bet it's pretty high, isn't it? I'm going to just keep telling you the truth as long as they let me stay on here and do it. I want you guys to look this stuff up. I want you to get educated. I want you to fact check me. I want you to go look this stuff up. That's why I give you the resources, you know, the sites I find this stuff on and all that. But uh, still sticking with some of the vaccine stuff. You know, Japan is supposed to be hosting the Summer Olympics in July this year. But the reports coming out of Japan is that their COVID rate is going up. So don't be surprised at all if we get the Olympics canceled this year because of the scare of the COVID virus. What's my take on all this? Let me reiterate again. My personal take, this is me, okay? Wash your hands. Do not get real close to somebody that has obvious illness symptoms. Just like we've been doing common sense wise for 500 years. That's what we need to keep doing, right? If somebody appears sick, don't get close to them. Keep your hands washed. Try to keep your hands out of your face. Just common sense stuff. That's what we need to keep doing. Live your life and trust in the Lord, right? Just be smart. I mean, don't be stupid and try to get sick, but just be smart and trust in the Lord's plan. I'm going to get off the vaccine for a while before I, my VH score goes up. But Florida passed a law this week that fines social media companies if they restrict the free speech of politicians. Well, that's a great step, but it screams the question, what about everybody else? Why are just politicians going to be protected? Why are politicians only the ones that are going to have free speech on social media? Shouldn't they have applied that to everybody? Don't we all have the First Amendment, not just politicians? I think it's a good step for Florida, but... It, it didn't go far enough, but you can believe this is going to court. There's no doubt about that. 
so you know facebook and twitter and all these places social media sites they're not going to take this line down they're going to take florida to court over this one you can believe it uh another one fox news you heard of maria bartaroma she's an anchor on there she reports found this pretty shocking that uh well, let me go back to this because I skipped one. This is pretty important. On the uh, back to some of the virus stuff. I don't want to miss this. I got so much stuff here. I'm trying to keep my stack down, but every week it builds up. There's a guy named Dr. Marty McCary. He's a professor at John Hopkins University. That's a very well respected university, right? He advises now to ignore the CDC when it comes to guidance on immunity from the COVID virus. Around 150 million Americans, he says, or half the country, likely has natural immunity from having been infected and then recovering. Despite this fact, he says, individuals are being demonized by health officials by insisting that all Americans be vaccinated before normal life can resume. Due to vaccinations and previous infections, he's, this is from John Hopkins now, he says 80 to 85% of all Americans are now protected from the virus. But the CDC and health officials are completely failing when it comes to guidance. That's what he says about the CDC. So like I said, be smart and take care of yourself and just, you know, use common sense. But you get so many conflicting different reports from this person and that person. That's why I say just use common sense like we've always done. Because you don't know what to believe or who to believe, or you got to do a lot of research, and most people don't. That's the problem. But back to this Fox News story, which is a pretty big one. Uh, you've got M Maria Bartiroma put this out on was it last night or night before last? Four hundred and fifty-three thousand migrants have illegally entered the United States between February and April of this year. That's unbelievable. Was that three months? February, March, April. Three months. Three months, almost half a million people have entered this country that we have no clue. We have no clue if they're sick. We have no idea what's wrong with them. We don't know if they're in gangs. We don't know if they're terrorists. We don't know anything. Uh, <laughs> did you see on TV, I think it was last weekend, where that plane full of these migrants landed in the middle of the night in Chattanooga? And they were being offloaded. They all had these brand new shoes and brand new backpacks all matching. And they unloaded them in Chattanooga, Tennessee, in the middle of the night. And then the, the governor of Tennessee, I forget the name, but was on TV just mad, just throwing a fit about it. But what he said was, legally, they could not stop it because immigration and border control is under the heading of the federal government. You would just think that these governors or somebody would be able to dictate when illegal people that we don't have a clue about are just brought and dumped in your state. That brings up a thousand questions. I mean, where else are they being dropped off at that we haven't seen, that we haven't caught them? This is just one that got caught. Where else are they being dropped off at? And then who's supporting them? You know, where are they going to live? You have to ask these questions. You know, we, we love people and we're supposed to. But what's going to happen to these th thousands of people that are just dropped off in these cities? 
I can't believe that that even the government's doing it. Uh, you know, Biden's open border policy is what he wants to call it. I believe will forever change this nation. You know, we say, you know, she reports 453,000, but we don't have a clue how many. When basically it's just wide open, just everybody come on. That's my whole thing is, you know, if you look throughout history, I, I love history. I'm a student of it. Every, every revolution, everything that happens major starts when people get hungry. Most people will put up with anything, but when they get hungry, people will throw a fit. That's when revolution, that's when rebellion happens. So if you start getting all these many thousands of people and they can't support themselves, you're looking at bad times. You're looking at bad things coming. And what if only 10%? You say, well, most of these are, are, are good people. Probably so, just looking for a better life. So let's say that only 10%, let's say only 4,000 of these people are really rotten. That's a low number probably. What could 4,000 people do with bad intentions? I mean, think about it. We don't know. Uh, we don't know. It's just a very bad policy that's not going to end well. And then you add that to this when I say that our nation is going to be changed. Arizona Christian University just released a survey that showed 43% of millennials. Now, that's the people born between 1981 and 1996. 43% of these people, which equals 72 million people in our country, okay? Quote, don't know or don't care or don't believe that God exists. So if that number holds true for all of them, you've got about 35 or 36 million people that do not know, care, or believe in God or his teachings or his rules or his son Jesus. They don't care. Uh, Paul told us in 2 Thessalonians 2, 3 that there would be a great falling away. And around the world, the stats are double that bad. You think 43% is bad here. You've got some nations in Europe that's 80 or 90% atheist. There has been a great falling away, and it's getting worse. That's just the truth. But Scripture told us it was going to happen. It shouldn't surprise us. Uh, what should kind of surprise us is, you know, a lot of times you read Bible stories and you read stuff that's going on, and you say, man, I wish I could have saw that, or I wish I could have lived during that time. We are living in biblical times we're living when bible prophecies come into pass that's why i started this because i don't think a lot of people really realize that we're living in the time of fulfilled scripture uh it's pretty awesome but as the june and kind of goes along with this i'm trying to bring all this stuff in together but as the june deadline approaches don't forget this now you know Back during that budget that Trump signed, this is a legal binding thing that has to happen. But the June deadline is approaching quickly where the government has to release legally. They're forced to release all the information they have on UFOs around the world. Uh, have you noticed since it's getting closer to that deadline, how all these Navy videos are now being released of all these things that they can't explain and 
all these shows, man, it's on Newsweek, CNN, Fox, everything now is talking about UFO and the UFO report that's going to be released. It's big news everywhere. But the Navy, they're calling them unidentified craft. These things are just going so fast that the radar can't keep up with them and the stuff that they can't explain. So don't lose sight of that. Don't let other news get in the way. This uh, this June deadline is going to be pretty interesting. Uh, I'm going to leave you with a, some weekend homework. Look this up. It's the phrase, uh, the, the great deception. Just Google that. Just look it up, the great deception. And uh, it'll explain a lot about this UFO stuff and what it's really going to be and, or what it could be. I mean, we don't know. But look up the great deception. That's your homework. See what you come up with. Like I'm doing pretty good on time. I might get all this in. But uh, we got to let's touch on Israel. We got to touch on Israel. We can't forget that before we finish up. Um, to put a cap on the recent Israel versus Hamas dust up, if you want to call it. Some people are calling it a war. It's not a war. It happens every so often when the Palestinian terrorists lob missiles into Israel and they they spank them real good for a few days, and that's what happened again. But on the Palestinian television, they were claiming that, that they had victory, that they won in their war against Israel. Well, uh, let me read this from Amir Zerfadi. He is an awesome preacher out of Israel. But um, Amir write, writes... Uh, when the numbers came in, the IDF, that's the Israeli Defense Forces, the IDF revealed that Hamas fired over 4,300 rockets. It's quite a lot, right? 90% were intercepted by the Iron Dome missile defense system. 700 of them misfired in Gaza, which killed a lot of the Palestinians that were trying to shoot them off. Uh, over 200 Hamas terrorists were killed and over 60 miles of their tunnels were destroyed. They got these tunnels dug everywhere over there where they can try to sneak up and blow up an Israeli guy. Well, Israel has spies, and they know about these tunnels, so they blew up about 60 miles of it. A blogger from Gaza, a Palestinian, said, <laughs> Amir quotes him of how he, uh, what he put on his blog. He said, before our victory, quote, unquote, we had eight hours a day of electricity. Now we have four hours a day of electricity. One more victory, and we're going to all be using candles again. So that tells you a lot. You know, you can uh, <laughs> you can believe some of these nutty newscasts, or you can look at the facts. And Israel has no problem defending themselves against Hamas, and it's and it's bad in Gaza. It's it it looks like what it is. It's a war zone over there. It's bad, but uh. The one good thing that we need to keep in mind is I'm going to close with this. With everything that's going on in the world that has been going on, Aliyah continues. Now, that's a Hebrew word that means to ascend. But in the last few years, it's been used to talk about Jewish immigration back to Israel, okay? Uh, in the first four months of 2020, 1,549 Jewish people applied for Aliyah. This year, 2,028 people have applied in the same little time period, the first part of the year. It increases every year, no matter what. More and more Jews are returning to the Holy Land. They're all going back home to Israel from around the world. 
and you figure with the lockdowns and with the virus and with the everything that's been going on, how in the world have the numbers actually increased this year from last year? Well, let me read you something that tells you why. Just go to God's word if you want to know anything. Isaiah 43, 5 and 6. Fear not, for I am with thee. I will bring thy seed from the east and gather thee from the west. I will say to the north, give up, and to the south, keep not back. Bring my sons from afar and my daughters from the ends of the earth. All the Jews will be regathered to Israel. There's a regathering. And the Bible tells us it's going to happen. Uh, it's happening right now, every year, just increases. Israel is God's prophetic time clock. I keep saying that. We can never take our eyes off Israel. Keep watching Israel, right? Time's ticking down, folks. I honestly believe that. I honestly believe it. Everything, everything is falling into place. Let's end with a verse. Isaiah 43, 11. I, even I, am the Lord, and beside me there is no Savior. Wow. Trust in the Lord. Everything is falling into place. And I want to thank you all for listening. I hope I gave you something to think about this weekend. Go to some of those sites and verify what I'm telling you. But y'all go to church Sunday, and by all means, y'all keep reading your Bible.